one thing that's definitely a hard no for me, but I get asked frequently is crushing things. So I will definitely crush a banana for you, but crushing bugs, rodents, or anything larger has been a question that I've been asked several times. I was going to say, uh, welcome to the dark side. <laughs> yeah. Nearly half of all fetishes focus on feet, and even more fetishes focus on objects associated with feet, like shoes and socks. This community finds sexual pleasure, orgasm, and infatuation from the soles to the toes. And today we are going to talk about cashing in on it. So I'd like to welcome the virtual goddess, Miss Sweet Chi, to the Slutrepreneur podcast. Welcome. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Well, I'm so happy you reached out. And after looking at your profile, I mean, in a heartbeat, I said, okay, you have to come on the show because so many girls can relate to your experience. And I'm interested to know about your background before you found this industry. Yeah, definitely. So, um... Prior to this, I am a dental hygienist, so completely separate world. Coronavirus happened. I was furloughed. And honestly, I did not, I was not even aware of the abundance of foot lovers out there. (laughs) So it kind of randomly started. Um, I started on Reddit and then um, the husband was like, you know what? We need to make you an Instagram. (laughs) We need to promote you. And That's how it happened. Well, you must have a hell of a husband because I have your Instagram pulled up right here. Do you care if I share your handle? No, not at all. All right. It's at underscore sweet chi. And I got to talk to you about the underscore. (laughs) Because when we brand, I'm always like, no underscores. But we'll get to that later. (laughs) So I'm looking at your page and the quality of photos is impeccable. It's 10 times better than what I put out there because it it clearly shows you're putting the time and energy into the poses, the lighting. I mean, you definitely look like you researched how to pose with your feet. I mean, did, did you research? Because it looks like you've been doing this for years. Honestly, it, so they started out very sloppy, not going to lie, but there are some amazing foot models out there that are like, super successful. Obviously, I'm still very small and growing, but I did do a lot of research at their pages and I was like, okay, so this thing, I mean, I'm going to get a great ab workout from doing this pose, but I mean, (laughs) definitely a lot of research and looking at other foot models for sure. And that's a great point because I always encourage learn by example. So what was that? Did that come natural to you? Because it doesn't come natural to a lot of people. They don't know where to look. Uh, I always encourage Google, but it kind of sounds bitchy when I'm like, Google it. So can you tell me kind of about how, uh, like the roadmap to how you figured that out? Yeah, definitely. So, um, I, again, started on Reddit and I was watching all of these other girls and I mean, Reddit has something for everyone. Um, so I mean, there's 
a million girls on there modeling their feet. There's men on there modeling their feet. Um, so, I mean, it, it started with that for sure. And then again, the husband with the Instagram idea was also following these big foot models for me. And that is just it, Reddit and Instagram seriously is the key. So what, like, do you have Reddit experience? Cause I personally don't, and I know you were talking about using his headphones earlier. Like, did he kind of help integrate that community with you? Do you, did you feel like it really helped you to have someone kind of like on the inside of those forms, being able to navigate where to look in those forms? So honestly, it, it was basically just a bunch of searching. If you type in anything, like you start out typing foot, it's going to bring up foot workup. It's going to bring up foot models. It's going to bring up anything that you can think of. I think it was like feet tattoos, um, feet pics. Like there are so many pages that I didn't even know existed until I started just typing in everything because you just, what you do for exposure is just post on every single one that will allow you. I mean, a lot of them that you have to get verification for, which is basically just taking a picture with a sign, um, a hairbrush or something very specific to their um, rules. Um, But there's also a lot of them that you don't have to get verified for. And then you just post on them. I think I posted on Asian food and then it just started from there. It was a lot of that. I think also I did start, so Reddit, Instagram and FetLife. FetLife was actually where I made my first like sale ever. Okay. Well, I want to know about that sale, but also what made you choose feet? Did you feel like it was the safest like way to not do like hardcore virtual sex work? I think so. I, at first I was kind of like, oh, people are interested in feet. Like, honestly, I did not know this world. I was very surprised really at how many people responded to me. It's so funny because I remember being insecure about my feet when I was younger because my sister has these perfect little staircase toes, like perfect size, everything. (laughs) And then I have these like long finger toes and there are people for everyone. Like, see, I'm looking at your (laughs) finger toes right now and they look pretty, pretty good to me. (laughs) (laughs) So I did not even realize there was a market for me and there is, there's a market for everyone. So honestly, if you're even thinking about it, like, go for it. Somebody wants you. I love that. That's so important. Tell me about this first sale. I'm always interested because I feel like it's so monumental, that feeling you get, because you realize like, holy shit, this is real. It just happened to me. And it's that – it's that – um. I think when you're a hustler deep down, like, that's what gets me off the most. Like, I could care less about – selling a $100 dildo on my website, but going to Goodwill, spending an hour there, flipping like a vase, like home decor and making 10 bucks. It just, I don't know. There's, it's, um, how do I explain that? And it makes you feel like you're doing something wrong, like, cause anyone can do it. And you're like, it was that easy. So tell me about like how you felt during that first sale. And if it was even like a good amount of money. So completely out of my comfort zone. I started posting pictures on FetLife and a friend of mine, I don't know if you guys know Nasty Girls Club. um, She actually mentioned FetLife to me. And so it was crazy. She told me that day and then the very, I don't know if it was the same night or the next day I made a sale and I 
I'm not even kidding. She told me and I was like, are you serious right now? And I messaged her immediately and I was like, I got my first sale because of you. So what happened? You posted your feet pictures. Did you advertise like a photo set? No. Um, so I it, it's basically like a Facebook for fetishes. So there's everything on there. It's not just feet, but there are specific pages for feet. But no, I just posted pictures. And you can, if you remember MySpace and their bulletins that you could post mm-hmm. back in the day, mm-hmm. it was kind of like that. You're posting on a bulletin of like, hey, I'm new here. Follow me, whatever. Um, and then I got a DM from some person and he was like, hey, um, I really like souls. I, if you could just do like a three minute video. And he kind of like just said, you know, place your phone on the floor and have your feet above that and just kind of move them around. And I was like, that's fucking easy. I can totally do that. And it was just three minutes and $30. So, I mean, like not a ton of money, but not a ton of time either. So, yeah, but think about some people work two and a half hours to get $30. Exactly. Yeah. So it was kind of crazy to me that I was doing that. And then he just kept like, messaging me for several feet videos after that, almost like every day for a little while. So, I mean, it was super easy videos. Did you feel uncomfortable filming or did you feel better having him give you direction? So probably the first video I was like, okay, well, I don't really know what I'm supposed to do, but I was glad that he gave the direction of what he was looking for. But once I knew that he was into souls, it was kind of done from there. I could just do whatever video. And he was happy. He was like, this is my minimum um, of what I'm willing to pay. And so then I would just do a video in that time frame, and he just kept buying. So. So did he want you to show your face? Because I've had a few guys give me directions for similar videos. Like I had a guy who wanted me to <laughs> act like I came home from the gym and my I was stinky and to take off my sneakers and talk about how disgusting they were and then to put my soles towards the camera. And again, he wanted the camera at the same angle as you, like really low on the ground. And he wanted me to sit there and like flick him off. And then he wanted me to tell him how like pitiful and pathetic he was and then then it turned into like, I think it's called gi- giantess. Giantess, yes. Giantess fetish where you act like a giant. So then he's like, then I want you to take off your socks and put the camera directly underneath you. Show me like a little bit of your crotch and act like you're going to step on me and how you're going to squish me and how tiny I am. So right then and there, like he taught me so much, but he was almost so particular. Like next time he was like, put the camera like, a little bit lower, like blah, blah, blah. And um, it was it eventually got to the point where I was like, I there's nothing I could do to please him to perfection. So it wasn't worth that energy. But it really opened my eyes like this is the fetish world. This is what they want. It's not just a toe picture. It has so much more meaning and depth. Yeah. So with that first customer, I don't even think he realized that I had a body. Like, I don't think that he cared. He just wanted to see the souls and he wanted to see me wrinkle them. Like, I did not exist. My toes, my feet, my soles were the only thing. So what is it about the wrinkles? Because I haven't really researched that far, but I 
I look at these pictures um, and I see like you're squishing your feet up. That, I mean, that's a mystery to me, honestly. That's a great question, but that's one that I don't know. It's just something that they're into. Actually, that same guy, he was like, I want you. Okay, so he knew I had hands. (laughs) He did want me to run my fingers through the wrinkles on my soles. Um, one of okay. So did you show your face, um, or he didn't care? I think at that time I wasn't really showing my face. Yeah. So if anything, I was showing like chin down, mouth down, but not like full face. Do you think your tattoos make your feet more desirable or less desirable? Um. So my tattoos to me are very old, and they need to be covered up. So for me personally, I'm like, oh, I don't like them. Um. But so many people love them. And I'm just like, well, I don't know. You're like, um, you're, it's the fantasy, you know, and they're probably looking for someone more alternative. And I see a lot of girls on OnlyFans who thrive on being alternative. And I've always thought that too, when I do feet stuff, I'm like, do I want to show the foot without the tattoo or with the tattoo? Um, Because I'm getting a part of my tattoo lasered off. It's like a different one on my heel. Long story. Um, and it looks kind of sh- shitty. Uh, so I'll either cover it up with concealer or angle my foot to hide it. But what would you say to girls who have tattoos on their feet who are so scared that someone will find out they're doing this because of recognizing their tattoo? What would you tell them? Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a good one. Um, honestly, the concealer would be the trick. I at the time I was like, you know, I'm not even showing my face, but then now at the point where I'm like, I don't give a fuck. (laughs) Well, it's like, what's the worst thing that would happen? Honestly, honestly, what's the worst? I don't know. I mean, I've already told my mom, like, I was like, you know, I would do porn if it was like me and my husband or whatever. Like, what did she say? Kind of just like, well, if, if you guys are okay with it, like she's very supportive. I mean, she doesn't know the details of everything that I do, and I, I need to rather <laughs> save those details. But um, no, she's supportive. I I think just in general, if you're gonna do it, you're putting your images on the internet. Obviously, there's a risk that someone's gonna find out. So I mean, you just have to be smart about it. If you don't want your tattoos shown because someone's going to recognize you do the concealer trick yeah I th- I couldn't think of any other way unless you wear like pantyhose or socks and you don't want to do full feet so anyways <laughs> do you like with this stuff does it turn you on or is there like anything about it that turns you on um I don't really have a foot fetish myself I do like sharing um with the people that do I like the gifts that I get because a lot of times me and my husband use them together. So I think that's like, tell, tell me about he's, it. Okay. So it's not necessarily just feet stuff, obviously, but um, like for instance, recently I had someone that really is into bondage, but also he's into feet. So like I had my husband take pictures for me because, you know, when you're just tied up, like I, I can't, <laughs> my battery's out on my remote. Like it wasn't going to work for myself. So um, he helps me out with pictures and tying me up and things. And then he'll be like, okay, well, stay in that because after we do- we're done with these pictures, we're going to play. So um, recently I got um, a ball gag, my very first ball gag. Um, I got handcuffs and ankle cuffs. And I, d- I haven't used them yet, but I need to for, the- for a picture. Um, I got like 
toe cuffs. <gasps> what? Oh my god, I never heard of this. Oh my god, hold yes. on. Yes, when I take a picture, I will have to to show you because I haven't even tried them on yet because I've just been so busy. <gasps> Oh my God. I'm putting this on my Amazon wish list right now. So whoever's listening, go run over there, please. Spoil us, please. Oh Love my it. God. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, yeah, I've heard of people even selling like, what is this? A um broken toe boot. Like like um uh like if you get a cast or something, like people selling Okay, okay. I actually have had people request that I try some casting, but it is very time consuming. Seriously, you're actually putting a full on cast on yourself and taking pictures and then you just take it off. But I mean, that's that's a lot. Well, I for- think it's something that, that you should add or consider to add to your menu and then price it really high because it is a time consuming thing. Um, right. I'm, I'm trying to think of like what's what would be your highest price service being a foot model? Um, I say anything that starts with masturbation, even if it's, you know, like feet in the air masturbation, that's usually where I'm charging the most. And do you advertise that freely or is it more like, uh, when a customer requests something custom? Occasionally I will throw that out there on my OnlyFans. I'll just mention it when I post a picture or something like that. So tell me, is OnlyFans like your main market right now or are you still doing FetLife? Um, I actually haven't been on FetLife in a while. Um, So OnlyFans and Instagram actually have been where I'm hanging out the most. Um, I've, I've learned that Reddit lately has just been a lot of trolls and sometimes that's just like too stressful to deal with. Yeah. That's when you have the the partner manage it, right? <laughs> that's when I'm just like ignoring it. And then I'm like, I'm not even posting on here right now. And so like, I feel like every time I post on Reddit now, it's like, oh, I've been MIA for a while, but I'm back. And then I'm again. So, Well, I had someone share my burping ASMR because um, I'm, you know, a burp expertise and <laughs> Someone shared it and they posted my OnlyFans link as well. And all of a sudden, like one random day, I got an influx of people wanting uh, burp shows and burp clips. And then someone finally said like, oh, I came from Reddit. And I was like, what? And they sent me the link. And I was like, okay, first of all, this is free advertising. Someone just put up a giant fucking billboard for me for free. They advocated or they advocated my uh, reputation and it's there forever. So. I was so grateful and then I saw the power of doing that. So I found the guy who wrote the thread and I was like, I'll pay you whatever you want to like keep doing this or do more of it. So that is the power of free marketing. Um, and it, it was just like the coolest experience. And now it's um, it still boggles my mind that that happened. I want to interrupt the show and tell you about a new foot website where you can make money selling your feet pics. It is called feetfinder.com. I personally have an account and I totally advocate for this website. It's free to sign up, it's safe, and buyers can send you custom offers and buyer content whenever they want. All your pictures are blurred so the buyers have to fucking pay to see the full versions of all your feet. Every seller is ID verified so you know 
that you're buying legit content and it's PCI compliant so your sensitive data is safe and secure. They use trusted payout partners who have been in the business for years to ensure you get your money. It's easy, it's quick, it's not fucking confusing like these other websites. And most importantly, it's built by the community for the community. Feet Finder listens to all the feedback and adds new features that real users request. There's a lot of internal traffic so they spend money to market to buyers so that you don't have to. Y'all know how hard it is to find the buyers that actually want to pay. Everyone on this website is interested in feet pictures. You can sell anonymously without anyone knowing it's you. I know that's a fucking plus. So come make some money in the comfort of your home at feetfinder.com. That's feetfinder.com. Now back to the show. But speaking of trolls, have you ever, like, I know sometimes people can be really hard um, especially if you don't give them what they want or the prices they want. But have you had an experience that you felt like really disappointed, discouraged, or just had to like turn it off for the day? That's a good one. Um, if, if not, that's great. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not thinking of anything that comes to mind right now. I mean, I feel like there are a lot of people that waste your time because typically I, so obviously I'm going to, make sure I get paid before I deliver anything. But also I don't want to accept a bunch of payments and then I'm just not in the mood to do it or something like that. So I let people know like, Hey, I've, you know, made that custom video for you or whatever. And then spring is in the air lovelies. And with it comes a fresh wave of energy, blossoming flowers and endless possibilities. But you know what puts an extra skip in my step? My fabulous partners at Viahem. Trusted by a whopping 250,000 plus goddesses just like you, Viahem's products are just like a magical wellness wand in a bottle. Feeling a bit frazzled after a hectic day? Cue the Via gummies for instant relaxation. Battling stress and anxiety? Don't worry, there's a gummy for that too. And for those intimate moments, Via has concocted something truly special. High Love Gummies, infused with pleasure-boosting cannabinoids, libido-reviving herbs, and just the right touch of THC, these gummies are your ticket to an electrifying experience between the sheets. But wait, there's more. Via offers an array of other gummies, with or without THC, catering to every goddess's needs. Whether you prefer a subtle 2mg dose or a bolder 50mg kick, Via has your back. From improving sleep to sharpening focus or aiding in recovery, there's a gummy for every occasion. And the cherry on top? You can easily browse and shop their collection online, categorized by strength and effect. And here's the best part, darling. Via ships discreetly to all 50 states, right to your doorstep. No medical card needed. So go ahead, indulge in a little self-care spree with Via Hemp, because you deserve nothing but the best goddess. Head over to viahemp.com and use code goddess to receive 15% off and one free sample of their award-winning gummies 21 and up only that's viahemp v-i-i-a-h-e-m-p.com and use code goddess at checkout please support our show and tell them we sent you take your passion and pleasure to a whole new level with high love from viahemp now back to the show Sometimes there's no reply back or something. And that actually really irks me because it's a waste of time. Because when you're making a custom for someone, it's very specific to what they're wanting. I mean, you can definitely resell it, but sometimes it's just 
not for everyone. So how, like, what's your advice for reselling customs? Do you have like a system for that? Cause I do that as well. If they request the name, it obviously costs more, but also say it at the beginning and say it at the end so you can cut oh it out. God, I love you. <laughs> you had my mind. <laughs> Honestly, though, let me tell you, that was my husband's idea. Let's give a, a slow clap for the husband. <laughs> so how do you approach a sale? Do you have a like a copy and paste kind of intro? Um what do you do to reel them in and that makes you unique in a way that you're like, okay, I have his attention. I want the sale. What am I going to say? So I have never been big into sales myself. So I am probably not the best person to come to for advice at all because mine, I am very just kind of like, well, if you want it, you want it. Um, you approached me. So this is my rate um, and this is the payments that I accept with Venmo or Cash App or whichever, whatever I'm using. Um, so I kind of just make that very clear in the beginning, but I'm, I'm not like a sales pitchy type person at all. Like, like, do you come off as like really dominant or submissive to the buyer? I mean, most of them want to be foot slaves. So it's, it's easier for me to be like, these are my fucking prices like pay up you little bitch. Like, does that come naturally for you? And do you find that your buyers enjoy that more? Honestly, it's funny because I am not very dominant um, in my real life at all, actually. Um, but when it comes to this world, I am very like, this is how it's going to be. This is my price. This is what you're going to pay. And if you don't like it, then go somewhere else because there are millions of other foot models. So I... <laughs> I'm kind of just like really direct in that way. And I, it's a new dominance that I don't have in real life. Do you have a generic pricing for like one foot pick or a price per minute for a video? So, um, $10 a minute. Um, but obviously if you, that really depends on the content. So obviously if you just want my feet in the, the camera, it'll be $10 a minute with a minimum of at least two minutes. Cause I'm not wasting my time for 10. Uh, or for $10, you know. Um, so it's not very expensive, which I still think people think so, but I, I've seen other prices that are like way up there. And then I typically do bundles of five, five pictures for $20. And again, that's if it's just feet. Do you think when you're getting that first sale that it's important to not aim too high so that they can see the value of your content and come back for more? Definitely. Um, so obviously before I, I used to try and like be a lot more lenient and kind of like bargain per se, but um, I think when you're, when you're first starting bargaining just comes natural because you want that sale so bad, but you quickly learn like that you get the cheap clients. Exactly. Yeah. And that's another thing that my husband kind of instilled in me, like, know your worth. Like you are, you know, you've got something that they want. Like if they don't want to pay your price, then they can go and get some crappy quality somewhere else. Exactly. I'm trying to give quality. So um, I 
do listen to what he says because before I was just like, oh, that's too much. Like I can't, I can't ask that. But now I'm like, no, I mean, I, I take my time. I try to make each picture, you know, pristine and look a certain way. Like I commend you so much for the quality of your photos. If anyone listening, like go to her Instagram account and are you using like a, a camera or using your phone? I'm just using my phone. Yeah. And it's not even like the new wow. one. I need the new one. But um, so it, yeah, it's just a 10 um, iPhone. Well, put that fucking phone on your wish list, girl. <laughs> I know. I know. I need to. <laughs> so have you had any uh, potential or customers you do have um, want socks or have you been approached to sell your dirty items yet? Uh, what's your, been your experience with like socks and shoes and or tights? Oh, okay. So um, I, I think I've gotten only approached once about um, like pantyhose or anything like that, but um, socks for sure. Shoes for sure. Um, dirty underwear. Definitely. Those are the main, some of the main questions, obviously that and foot worship, but um, socks for sure. But I don't have very stinky feet. Like, okay, so let me, let me clarify that. I have really stinky feet if I'm just like wearing my shoes without socks. But if they want stinky socks, it takes me a minute to get them like stinky. So. I'm the same way. I'm actually wearing um, socks that I'm supposed to wear for five days and I probably will have to wear them for 10 days so that they smell like five days. Yes. Do you have any tips for preparing stinky feet accessories? That's funny. Um Honestly, what's worked for me is I have one very specific old pair of like kids that I probably wore because they weren't made for socks. They were definitely just like those slip on like shoes. Um, They're the stinkiest shoes I own. So if I'm going to sell socks, I'm going to wear those shoes and I will not sell those shoes ever because they are what makes my socks stink. Hey, if, if it's a tool like that. I, yeah, I wouldn't give it up either. So, so no. have like, tell me your experience selling these items and the pricing and if it's something that's well worth it for you. So I think it's a, it's pretty easy sale, but, um, I don't, it doesn't happen super frequent. So whenever it happens, I wear them for five days. Um, and I just charge $30 plus shipping, but if they want additional days, it's $10 per day. So typically at the fifth day with my stinky shoes, it does the job. I think with the caliber of your content looking so established, I totally agree. Um, I think for me, having a large TikTok reputation, some buyers see me as a celebrity. But at that kind of rank, I think $50, you know, that's $10 a day to be have your feet uncomfortable. It's covering shipping. Um, maybe, I mean, you'll include pictures of what they're getting. So to me, that's like a, a good firm amount. But if you're just starting with the, um, with what is it called? Not the competition, but since there's a lot of new starters, like I think 20 to 30 is negotiable. Yeah, definitely. Um, I will say too that, um, if there's anyone that approaches, anyone out there listening, um, for socks and they ask you to to send a picture of what you have. I will not send a picture for free. And if they want a picture and I have not mentioned that I'm paying, like, you know, that you, I'm going to charge you if you ask for a picture, 
that I just send them a picture from online. Like I say, this is the kind of socks that I have and this is the kind of shoe I have because I have noticed there's a lot of people that just want a picture of you, your socks. Like they want to see your socks, even if it's just on the floor, they're just trying to get a free photo. So you do have to be like aware of that because people are just trying to get some free stuff a lot. 100%. And that's when you throw out that automated response with your rates, the photo, so that you're not having to type it out. Uh, I think that's brilliant. I'm I'm so proud of you. <laughs> What's the most interesting experience that you've had? Like anything? I mean, looking back in the decade I've done this, there's always a few that I'm just like, oh my God, I can't believe I did that. I can't believe he said that. I regret that. Has that happened yet? Oh my gosh, there's so many. Um, but that's, that's um, I was prepared for this one for sure. Um, so one thing that's definitely a hard no for me, but I get asked frequently is crushing things. So, okay, I will definitely crush a banana for you or strawberry or, you know, whatever food related. I don't mind, but crushing bugs, rodents, or anything larger has been a question that I've been asked several times. Also crushing human poop or animal poop. I was going to say, welcome to the dark side. (laughs) (laughs) I, I have to say in that, in that category, I have sold a, uh, what do you call a tub or a bag of ramen that I advertised that I cook it and then I step in it and then I vacuum seal it and send it off for the, for the client to eat. Um, (laughs) That's that's awesome. That is classic. So it's not bugs. It's not feces. Uh, it's nothing outside. But I thought, you know, even if I don't step on it, does that make me a bad person? <laughs> no. Are they gonna like? Are they gonna come back and be like, I didn't smell the feet over the ramen taste? <laughs> Did you? Um, have you been asked um, if your your feet smell more like vinegar or cheese? I haven't. <laughs> and that's that's funny to me. Apparently they want, I mean, for the most part of my experience, they kind of want the vinegar smell more than the cheese smell. Oh, see, with panties, they'll prefer when I'm ovulating or not when I'm on my period. So that makes sense to me. And as far as like the squishing stuff, I did have someone who wanted me to run around outside in the mud and take a video of it. And to me, I was like, I'd so much rather do that than have to make them stinky because he's just like the grass and stuff. So that was fun, like going outside in my tights and just like stomping on the ground. And I'm like, I just, what if someone flew over me with a drone right now? <laughs> oh my God. I would love, I think I would love playing in the rain and like stomping in mud barefoot. Um, that's definitely better than human feces for sure. So is there a way that you can separate work and home life? Like, do you have an on and off switch? Do you feel like you have to take your work into your personal life because it's kind of a constant communication thing? I think that's, it's something you have to navigate and we all have a different experience. I do try, which is difficult because a lot of it just happens on my phone. So my phone is usually near um, I do try and like put my phone down at certain times. Um, and I don't make videos after a certain time. So typically if I'm going to make any customs, it's going to be, um, when I'm not at my other job. Um, and it's just like 
mid morning to afternoon. Like that's my time frame. Um, well, I'm, I'm glad you can set boundaries. I think it's it's either one, it's that way or the the alternate. Right, for sure. Do you think this will affect any potential jobs in the future, or do you think this could potentially be a full time gig? It's crazy that you say that. Like, um, honestly, I didn't even think it was going to get this far. It, you know, it was so. That's how it always happens. Right, and now I'm like all successful people. Definitely, yeah. I it was completely random. And then I, again, small, but I'm growing and it just seems like it could keep going. So I, I, I'd be interested in it taking off and being a full-time situation. So what's up with this girl I see in the picture? Is that like, are you collabing now? What happened there? Um, that's just, that's one of my friends. Um, she, models and she actually introduced me to a photographer and that's kind of how I I'm not going to say model because I I don't know what I'm doing I'm getting my picture taken by a professional that edits photos um so yeah I mean we we definitely take pictures together I've known her for a while um she's really good at it and I'm learning from her so it's been a fun experience do you think that's boosting sales or helping like separate you from the beginners? I definitely want to say that it's, it's separating me a little bit. Um, for sure. Um, I get a lot of people reaching out to me just for like shouts, um, like shouts and stuff. And that's, I mean, I'm, I'm not charging, um, regularly for that or anything like that at this point, because I'm not, I don't have a huge following, but, um, so I think that that's like, been fun, but I, I do think it's kind of setting me apart a little bit. So what's your experience with your biggest spender or your biggest sale? Oh, wow. Um, so I did have like a, a sugar arrangement. One of the first videos I did for him was, um, like a giantess video where he wanted me to put the phone on the floor and act like I was stomping him and, you know, be verbally abusive. (laughs) Um, and another time he just, he bought me, um, nail polishes and he just wanted a video of me painting my toes and some things like that are almost like more appealing to me sometimes where it's just like an easy, like I'm going to paint my toenails anyway. So I would love to make this 13 or 14 minute video for you of painting my nails. Like so easy, so much easier than asking for me to put my toe in my butthole or something. That has not happened yet because I'm not flexible enough, but it's it's going to come, I'm sure. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So <laughs> did that guy pay – like, does he pay for pedicures? Like, has how's your uh, spa or pedicure experience been affected since this? Yes, he, um, he pays for my pedicures. He pays for shopping sprees. Like, I've taken a friend with me to go <gasps> on a shopping spree, and that's been really nice. Shut up. Yeah, I love Shut up. that. That's my favorite. I, just, I mean – I don't spend a ton of money on myself like I would like to, you know, Um, and I never really go shopping like in a store, especially now because you can't really try anything on. So it kind of takes away from that experience for them. But um, we just tried to take as many pictures as possible and he didn't care what we spent our money on. It wasn't like he just wanted us to buy shoes or anything like that. And I know he's into heels, but he also is into vans and I'm into vans. So 
um, I got to buy comfy shoes that I really like instead of just buying heels that I'm not going to wear. So a lot of people ask me as well, like, why do you do this? And this kind of income has allowed me to shamelessly spoil myself into, like, I feel like one of those um, ice sculptures, like I'm finally being able to chisel myself into the vision and the fantasy I've wanted to be and I'm becoming her. Like I've been able to get my hair done more, get my toes done, buy lingerie. I mean, my first month of OnlyFans, I spent the 10K I earned on my fucking landscape and I had no shame into it. And last year when I spent like $2,000 to remulch my yard, it still hurts me. It still (laughs) crushes me deep. But now I look forward to, you know, renovating and doing all these things and But now seeing what it feels like to not to like go to a restaurant and not look at the prices or going to get gas, not looking at the price, uh, shopping online and being like, oh, it's just a hundred dollar (laughs) jacket. I'll make that in a video. It's the most empowering experience to me. And not only that, but when you're creating content, you are the tool, you are the investment. So you know, maybe you have to go buy socks and sell them. But when it comes to like creating videos and pictures, the return on investment is 100% profit. I mean, maybe you're investing your time, but there's rarely any industries that you don't have to like invest money to do something. And even with advertising, you know, you post on Reddit, you post on social media, you're not even having to pay for advertising. That's probably why there's a stigma because everyone fucking thinks it's not fair. It's not fucking fair that you don't have to invest in anything, that you can sit at home and that your paycheck's three times as more as mine. So alternatively, what we are Paying and what we are investing is the fucking risk to do this job. Make sure you get payment before anything because I've seen so many people. I'm in this, um, like, just this Instagram group. Like, we just have an open chat where I've seen so many times that they're just like, this person scammed me, didn't pay. And I'm just like, make sure you get paid before you send anything out. Don't send previews. Don't send samples. No, absolutely not. And then another thing is, like, that really pisses me off is sometimes people feel like they're that just because you're posting your body, posting your feet, whatever, that they're entitled to your body or they're entitled to boss you around. You are the boss here. You have something that they want. I I couldn't agree more. Do you, do you have any other words to the baby sluts who are just starting? I mean, just make sure of, you know, if, what you're putting out there is something that you're proud of. Like put the quality that you want out there. I know there was one time where someone, one of the foot shout out pages, like had a a video of me, but they took a screenshot and it was blurred. And I was like, absolutely do not use pictures like that because one, it makes my quality look bad. So just know your worth, but also, you know, put out the quality that you want people to see, because if it's going to end up on the internet, like, I mean, actually, it is ending up on the internet. Just be proud of it because, you know, if mom finds out and sees it, just be like, well, at least the quality was great. So I did want to mention that I started a Discord chat. Um, I'm going to put the link in the description of this video. So if anyone wants a community, I know you mentioned you have a community that, that supports you. 
uh, it we just started that, and it'd be so great if the the slutpreneurs uh, want a safe place to to elaborate more about this episode or anyone interested in starting. I know we both have business to attend to and foot picks to sell. So to wrap things up, where can potential buyers find you or where can us sluts be inspired by you and subscribe to you? So I would definitely say check out my Instagram first and foremost. Um, and again, that's underscore sweet um, And in the bio, it has the, all my links there. You can find my OnlyFans. Um, it will also guide you to my Reddit um, I have a Twitter. I'm just not super active on there, um, but mainly Instagram and OnlyFans. Perfect. Well, thank you for sharing your story, being so open about your experience. And thanks to all the sludgepreneurs who made it to the end of this episode. And we will see you on the next one. Bye, guys. <laughs>